AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13 year old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. You're not a dancing monkey to me. No, you're not. I, I appreciate you and every fibre of your being, Alex. Mm. Uh, tell us about your new hat then. Uh, it's a, like a flat cap, like a Peaky Blinders one. Oh, Old God. One. How late are you to the party, mate? Uh, we've got, this is, go on. I, I, don't, I, I don't go to parties for numerous reasons, but also because... Uh, who wants to do it when the party's on? You know, who wants to all look the same? Now it's kind of just fading away a little bit. <laughs> Bang! 
Rico brings it back. <laughs> That's like wearing a bum bag right, in the in 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 two thousand and four. It's not honestly because uh, back when when these were like really good, I was I was too fat really to wear it. <laughs> so now that um, now I'm a bit trimmer, the beard's a little bit you know more you know swoosh, and and I know what I'm doing with clothes now because of tea. Then <laughs> now's the time. Now's the time to, to bring it back. We've got, I've done. we've got Flonis Filth on the line. How are you doing, T? What's up? What's up? Not bad, not bad. And there. second time in a week, Billy T. Hello, hello. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, very good, mate. Very, very good. Um, can, can I just uh, bring, bring, uh, bring up something, uh, a tweet you made uh, about Undombele? Can sure. you remember it, Bill? Uh, which one was it? Which one was it? Uh, it's about uh, something to do with... Uh, Dembele and adult material. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think the thing was last night, right? I was watching Ndombele compilations, and my mum walked in halfway through, <laughs> so I quickly switched over to Pornhub. They are just pure filth, isn't it? Absolute just, filth. Can I uh, can I just say just just for the record before we we talk about all all the good stuff that Spurs being Spurs is at the moment? I just want to say there is no need, and Dombele didn't need to do what he did. Like score the goals. That's not a problem. He didn't need to do the double touch quick turn. I, I don't even have to describe what he did before he rifled that second goal into the net. But the no look pass no shot as well. Unnecessary. No. Unnecessary. I'm not happy about it. I'm going pr- propaganda here, Bill. I, I don't. <laughs> I think the only thing we can conclude is that he absolutely hates goffs, which is uh, that's why he was in that kind of form that he was in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. I, I so I had a couple of tweets lined up, and I thought Billy would be proud of these. <laughs> and I stopped because I thought, well, I can't take the piss out of some, the way someone looks. If he wants long hair and a biker jacket, then like, good luck to him. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. He looks like a divorced dad who sort of started a rock band to try and get the kids back, I think. That's what I wanted to tweet. That's exactly I'm what I wanted not, to tweet. Can I say, I'm not happy with the stigmatisation of divorcey, divorced uh, <laughs> men. I just want to put that out there. What is it? It's gone. Tell us how it affects you. Well, it's always like your dad or your dad's taking a divorce. Well, I am taking it well. I'm fine. <laughs> you're not, Do you're you not have, have you bought a leather jacket? Have you bought a leather jacket and grown your hair long? It's not real leather because of, you know, vegan and stuff. But, <laughs> you know, it's faux leather. So, um, yeah, I, I'd love to grow my hair long. Bill, we've been having this discussion uh, in the group today. I'm, I am all in on going to Turkey now because uh, Lee on the other pod, subscribe to Patreon, uh, has sold it to me. Yeah, so apparently, I apparently I want to be able to flick it. You can go to Turkey uh, and pay fifteen hundred quid, and they'll take a part of the hairy part of your body. So, Alex, that's any part bar, bar his head. Yeah, um, and and attach it to some part of your cranium, and uh, new hair grows. Or like you well, know, like, Josh Townsend looks fucking brilliant, doesn't it? Like, whatever happens to him, that's does, the one you want to go for. Does he look brilliant? Yeah. Does he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks so weird. It does weird. It does look weird. All right, we've got Billy T. We've got Flonies Filth. We've got Alex from Bristol on the podcast. My name's Flav. Thank you once again for joining the Fighting Cock as the premium Tottenham Hotspur football podcast. I would say Billy is as as football uh, as Twitter royalty. You've got to back that up, right? Yeah, fuck all the others. Fuck you're not them. you're not going to be like Carl Donnelly, who I noticed on Twitter earlier. He's gone on another <laughs> podcast. You're not going to be. You ain't going to be doing that, are you? I'm getting a fighting cock tattoo, mate. I, I'd love it. And then you know, you know, the um, good friend of uh, of mine who he's, he's been going through some difficult times. He, he he's uh, he's got cancer and he's you know on the mend right now. But his cousin came to a fighting cock podcast. I'm sure the guy's listening. He must be listening because he has the a fighting cock tattoo on his inside bicep so it's not that weird billy can happen that is unreal that is unreal mate it blew me away it literally uh, it literally blew me away i couldn't believe it, it is I, I think probably the best moment in my entire life <laughs> uh yeah yeah but that's that, when you know you've made it that's when you know you've made it as a podcast tattoos yeah i, 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 I mean i feel i'm happy in my life i'm, I'm content uh made it it's uh pejorative I think it's a damaging term. There, there is no mate making it. Everyone's happy in their social circle, I think. Uh, less, less of the philosophy. And more of uh, the fact that Tottenham Hotspur's greatest ever quiz, hardest ever quiz, I should say, is in, in the offing. 
in the latter part of this podcast, we've got on the line Paul Wynn and Jimmy Regal. And um, for those who've been listening to the podcast recently, they'll know that there's been a bit of beef, hasn't there? We've got, uh, like, Jim, James. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Um, you're, uh, you're, what, you free on the bounce for the pod? For, for, oh, for the quiz? Count. You lost, lost count. count. We've also got Paul on the line. Yes, how are we doing? Hello, mate. Uh, you'll know Paul because he sounds exactly the same as Ryan because they're both from Nuneaton. But but <laughs> but Ryan got stiffed when when we had the uh, the Tottenham Hotspurs greatest ever quiz when we had that previously. Uh, James well fluked his way, I, I think, to to a win to become the people's champion. Ryan the steel chair. Yeah, he brought out the steel chair. Ryan, Ryan, uh, you know, he was very unlucky because he got a question right uh, in that uh, Prince Botang wore the number 17 shirt. But He's still not happy about that. I, I can imagine. He's messaged me several times. And I, I thought the only way to bring justice to this world would be to, be give, to give one of his best mates, Paul, an opportunity to take on the people's champion in James Regal. Now, James. Hello. You got one out of five last week. That doesn't sound like a champion to me. Yeah, you know, I feel um, I, I let myself down last week. I, I let the pod down. Mm. But, you know, it was, a, it was a tap in for your man, Tim Coys or whatever, and, and he missed. So, yeah, with the was, t- Google down, was Google down last week, was it? Oh! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Shit. <laughs> Here we go. How can, how can James be the champion and the upcomer, Paul Witten, who's, who's like defending Ryan's honour, how can he come in here and shit on you like that, James? Well, I don't know. I don't know who he thinks he is, but it's, it's interesting they're both from none eating because there'll be no eating for you today. Paul. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> trash Shit! <laughs> Love it. All right, boys. <laughs> I absolutely, that is superb. You, <laughs> Paul, you've got, you've got to beat him. You have to beat him because not only do I want you to beat him, right, but the people are turning on him as well. The people, like, it's getting to the point. James has reached the top of the mountain now, and the people want to drag him down. As is such, with the, the greatest part of British culture is if anyone does well, you've got to bring him back down. So, uh, within in the next half hour or so, we're going to bring you both back on and see what's what with the hardest ever quiz in relation to Tottenham Hotspur. I've got about 18 names for it. Don't worry about it. All right, James, to it. Paul, we'll see you soon. Okay. See you soon. Good luck, mate. No, less of that. Less of the good luck. Just pure, <laughs> pure venom. Right. Let's talk about the uh, Wiccan game because there was some dis- dissatisfaction, if that's a word, uh, at um, the fact that we didn't play our best team. Like it, that we played out oh. the best team for for the uh, for for the uh, the tie, but we relied on the fact that our best forward line, which cost. Would cost God knows two hundred, three hundred million. Um, did, did you have any issue, Billy, with the way we played in the first half, um, and and the fact that we had to rely on the fact that good players had to come on? Do you know what? It was a weird game because I was obviously really disappointed with the scoreline and to go one 0 down. But I had a really good time watching it. I thought it was a game that was actually really fun to watch. It wasn't like our usual sort of one where we go one 0 down. We're sitting back and. I thought it was a really, really good game. I don't. I, my worry is I don't think anyone in the second string, particularly Sean, like enough to sort of give us a selection uh, issue for Thursday. Other than maybe I thought, especially towards the second half as well, I thought it was Gareth Bale's best game for us. Um, we'll but I think come that. I had a really good time watching it. I, I thought it was you know it's end to end stuff. Um, and when we at halftime when we brought on like the adult players like Hoybier, <laughs> probably probably sorted it out. We, we did look a lot better, but. You- even, Billy, you, even there's no, a point. I did have a good time watching it. I had a good time. Billy, you're lying. You didn't have a good time watching it. You <laughs> had a good time when Wink scored, and then every, the, the, the last true. six minutes. But other than true. that, yeah, true. It, 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 I, I don't know. You know, I just I thought of our recent games. It was one of the most sort of end to end. I was enjoying the action, but fucking hell, when we went one nil down, it's just you know, I thought the fucking end was coming again. Alex, what that, that, they had a forward. I can't remember his name. But uh, Bardi mentioned it in the group as well. He, he he was probably the strongest forward I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah, it, it's what made it weird that Toby just decided to stay so tight to him. Like even before the goal, he got he got turned at least twice, um, like being right up his ass as well. Which 
as a defender, you, you, you do that early early on in the game to see, you know, to, to kind of get the feel of what they're going to do. Um, and, you know, you know whether you're being out-strengthed, is that a word? Yep. Out-muscled. Um, <laughs> uh, and and he, he was told twice, uh, and but still did it. Um which which was strange, but uh, yeah, I was I was a little worried about a little worried about Toby. I've been a bit annoyed that he hasn't been playing the last um, few games. But off the back of that, I, I genuinely think that we'll see Roden on Thursday and Dyer. Well, yeah, I think I said I, I think I said on um, the other day when I was on, I, I said I thought Toby is our number one centre back. But on that show, and it looks like Jose might be right about him, to, you know, to keep him out of these Premier League games because he, he looks like he's lost lost it, lost it a bit recently. T, do you think there's an actual like, issue? say on that though is is that particularly with the, with the type of defender he is and I think we've seen now when he's had periods out of the team and then come back in is there's certain players that just need to be playing they can't go two games three games and, and come back in and and usually what happens is, is is when you do start to lose a little bit of that um you know that five ten percent as you get a little bit older is is you need to be playing because that's how you keep up your form but then when you when you can't when you don't play because you're getting dropped or you're making little bits of mistakes or there's rotation within the squad, it's then twice as hard to kind of come back in again. So and I think he might be entering that little balancing act now of of when and how we play him. Are we doing the same thing that we do to uh, any situation in, in football and just you know making massive sort of judgments based on the the sort of most recent performances or is it? That Toby Adeverod is done to. No, he's not done. But as Alex said, he wasn't very sensible going that tight with a player so strong. But I had my headphones on all game, so I couldn't hear the commentary. Didn't go on WhatsApp, just watched the game. And as Billy said, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was annoying at the 80th minute when we hadn't scored the second goal. But it was an enjoyable game. We still went to win. We could have been 3 4 0 up before they scored their first goal. And I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Billy, Harry Winks came in for special praise from Jose Mourinho, and by, by, by what, what I mean by special praise is that he said he did he did well, he, he played well, and um, you know if there was going to be a player that played his way into contention for future Premier League games, that, that perhaps Harry uh, Harry Winks was was the guy. But do, do you think he has a role at Tottenham? Is he good enough to to be anything more than a squad player now? Um, I th- I, it was a weird one actually because when Steve Sidwell gave him man of the match he wasn't really one of the people that I would have considered as man of the match I actually thought until he scored I don't think he had the best game um, there's a couple of tackles that he bottled and stuff like that and he was sort of misplacing a few passes he did did definitely do some really good things but he wasn't like a standout player for me um, I think he's an, a really really good squad player and someone that's in these kind of games excellent but I don't think um, you know, against Liverpool on Thursday, he wouldn't be someone that I'd be looking to start, to be honest. So, no, I think he's an excellent squad player, but I think that's his limitations. Uh, Billy, did you see my big tweet that I did from the Fighting Cock account yesterday? Uh, yeah, you did about, about Winks, right? Then he was obviously it's you're about not Spurs unless you're. Oh, he has seen it, boys. He's seen it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, T. He's seen it. Hasn't I he? told you, I'm getting a Fighting Cock tattoo. I'm, yeah, I'm a big he, fan. He's only bloody seen it. See, <laughs> when I tweeted that, I was like, "Billy would have done that one." That's what I thought. Uh, the thing t- is, no one got it. No, there was a lot of people very angry at the tweet, and I, and I was thinking, oh, "Do I explain this? Do I quote tweet and go?" No, I, I realise he actually had a good game. That's the difference between us. Is that I'm not, I'm ready to bottle it much earlier, much earlier. Um, and and the, the reality is, is bar bar the couple of bottled cha- challenges, he he did have a good game. Was in contention with being our man in the match. Um, I was the the, the point behind tweeting that was just that Spurs fans on a whole have this thing about Harry Winks I think I think that if there was a scapegoat at Tottenham Harry Winks would be up there as the most scapegoated now do you, do you think that's fair um yeah maybe I think uh it, it's just it, it's very easy with him <laughs> because the majority of the work that he does isn't isn't progressive so it's it's easy to to be like you know, particularly when you're needing, and usually when those frustrations come, it's when we're needing something to happen. Um, you know, in a game where we're two 0 up, three 0 up, and he's just nicely taking the balls off the off the back line and 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 pinging them about and just keeping the pace of the game, that's fine. Um, I think he's improved in the in the last few weeks, and like I said, he's he's kind of working his way back into the thing. I think I think if he really wasn't, we'd have seen him go out on loan this month. Awesome. Um, yeah. 
But I think he's yeah, I think I think he's done all right. And I, I hope you know, I always said that I hope he's he's got a place here because, you know, why wouldn't you? You know, he obviously wants to do well for the club. He's he's part of the part of the club and it's you know it's, it means obviously a great deal to him and, and you want that to work. But it does um, make a lot of barbed comments though, Al. Huh? He does make a lot of kind of barbed comments. Like after the game he says, Oh, you know, I'm in and out of the team kind of intimating that he should be starting every game and I agree with you, he's not at that level to to be a guaranteed starter. Isn't that just saying, you know, yeah, I'm in and out of the team, so it's difficult sometimes, but I'm just happy to be playing and, you know, yeah, I, me, I don't... Yeah, go on. So to me, I like, he called Jose a cunt to be... That's what Good. I heard. That's what I heard. Good. Well, no, uh, um, Alex, you, you agreed not to do that on this pod. Uh, I didn't. I didn't say anything of the sort. You said you were going to uh, be positive. I have been positive. I've just, I've just, I haven't said anything negative. Right, more, more positivity then, more, more from you. No, that's that's about it, really. He did a good game. <laughs> um, Harry Winks uh, has found himself in a situation like Deli Alley, where um, he, you know he he isn't getting getting the game time. But unlike Deli Alley, he he's getting more minutes to prove himself. And I'm wondering if the the issue between Jose Mourinho and Deli Alley, who didn't even feature in the squad and who is apparently fit, is something to do with Mourinho having an issue with a certain type of player. And it may be that Deli Alli hasn't done what he needed to do to get back in the squad because Ndombele got back in, Winks got back in, others that I can't remember got back in. It, it, does, does Jose Mourinho, do you think, T, have an issue with a certain type of player? Um, or or a, characteristic, a characteristic of it? Or skin colour. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa, oh. You didn't want to say it, so I said it. Go on then, go. But no, on the real, I think um, I heard that Deli Ali was injured, so I'm surprised that he wasn't. Um, I think Mourinho wanted to make it as a footballer so bad, and he sees someone who is so gifted, who he perceives to be throwing it away, doing so. This is kind of like paying him back by just ostracising him. Thankfully, he's only linked to a lone move away, so it's not as bad as it could be. Uh, the first half was really disjointed. Um, and this, obviously, the second string came in. It was good enough to to sort of swipe Wick, a very tired Wickham side, uh, you know, you know, to the side. Um, they they weren't as good as the commentary made them out to be, and and it's very boring listening to you know whether it be Sky, BT, because we're playing a team that's less good than than us to big them up to to, to you know describing the way that they're playing is better than, than they are. But when, when when the second team came on, especially Hoybier at half time, the game changed incredibly. Like in change, it changed seismically. Hoybier is that kind of player who can go in, drop into midfield where there were issues in the first half and change the game completely. Like Wickham didn't have a sniff pretty much in the second half. Like Hoybier is the absolute nuts and will go through this season unheralded, other than uh, in the opinions of Spurs fans. How, how highly do you rate? his ability and how, how long will it wait will it be for fans of other clubs to appreciate him Billy I think he's a, like he's one of the most competent players I've ever seen and by that I just mean like he knows exactly what his job is and he does it without fail every single game he's such a consistent player um, and I think I remember seeing him when he was talking about being at Bayern Munich and um, under Guardiola he said he makes players around him better he knows that's his job um, he does all the simple things really, really well. He never, ever gives like a 5 out of 10, 6 out of 10 performance. It's always a solid 8 out of 10 and above. Um, I think he's the best signing we've made for a very long time. Um, quite an interesting one, actually. It's like a weird swap deal where it's worked well for both teams because KWP is doing really well at Southampton. Hoybier is doing really well here. I think it's, you know, I think it's been our best transfer for a long time. Um, I, I absolutely love him, to be honest. Effectively, I think he's absolutely fucking brilliant. Effectively £3 million. Exactly. I mean, just such a fucking brilliant player. Alex, you... you- you want to shit on that at all? Or? <laughs> no, I love him. He's he's, he's my <laughs> cup of tea. Yeah, like I, said, I love I love those. I've loved I love Wilson Palacios. I loved Sandro. I loved Dembele. I love Scott Parker. I even love Sean Davis. So when you throw Hoiberg, he was a, a level above you know all of those. Uh, yeah, he's he's exactly what you want um, in your team. That's someone that you can just rely on to do what they need to do. He's not going to put anyone else in trouble. He's not going to make anyone do any extra work. Like Suzuko hasn't got to worry about covering him as well as whoever's playing right back, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, look, he's, he, how he was So do you think that we feel the same about Hoybier oh. as Liverpool fans feel the same about someone like Henderson? 
not we realise how good he is, but people elsewhere don't. Or maybe, maybe, but I think also you know that's just par for the course when you're watching the team every week. I'm sure there's fans of every club that would say that there's a player that does it every week. You know that that doesn't get doesn't get noticed, and and that's what you want really because if it's someone just ripping it up every week, you know sooner or later bigger clubs come in. <laughs> you know you want someone who's kind of just under the radar doing doing their job. That's fine. Um, so, so I was I was glad when he came on at, at halftime. I was I was a little surprised because I thought, well, this is Wickham are bottom of the championship right now. They haven't trained in eight days, uh, and they haven't played for something like sixteen or something ridiculous like that. So you know you'd hope that fresh, 60, fresh, then, aren't they? If anything, fresh. Well, not in a second half. They would have been absolutely fucking out of there. Well, fucked. It's because we're yeah. so good. Because we're, we're so good. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, you're right. They were they were proper tired and, and they were fucked. Uh, you talked, uh, Alex. You were talking about um, you know other teams come calling to your your, your stars, you know, especially if they pl- perform in a way that sort of lights up their name in headlights. Mm. And and Dombele's the one in it because he played oh, twenty yeah. minutes of the game. And I get it. Like Wickham aren't competition for Tottenham, and they're not competition for any. Premier League club they're five points adrift at the bottom of the championship this isn't a representation of how good Tottenham are like all jokes aside we appreciate it 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 was good to win it's good to score those three goals at the end so it gave an element of respectability to it but we do find ourselves in a situation where Ndombele is suddenly starting to elevate we know how good he is T we know how good he is don't we we know how special he's been in moments and in the last two games against lesser opposition, which is a good way to cut your teeth if you're trying to carve a decent reputation, to do it against lesser opposition in the way that he has done, should put himself in a situation where other clubs and other fans are starting to be envious of what Tottenham have. Yeah, and I think we had two relatively easy games of one of the toughest ones we could have, um, Liverpool at home. So if he shines in that game after what he's done in the previous 180 minutes, then... Oh, you know, sky's sky's the limit. But you know, seeing United fans getting salty, comparing them with Pogba, it just shows that we're getting under people's skin again. I mean, you know, maybe maybe the United fans are a bit concerned. Well, if if Pogba had done what and had done in the last two games, that there would be an entire different conversation around around that footballer, Billy, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's like it, some of the things he does are just fucking ridiculous. Like there was a there was a pass he did to Harry Kane yesterday that was unbelievable. It was like if Harry Kane had scored that, that was that would go down as such a brilliant assist. Um, and he's one of those players where if you just if if you like highlight every single thing he does in the game, it's like it's, it's like an end of season compilation for any other player. Every single game he's doing things like that regularly now. Um, it's just a fucking joy to watch, man. I absolutely love watching him. I think he's one of the most fun players we've ever had. Um, and if he can now do it against Liverpool, Chelsea in a couple of weeks, that's when we'll start seeing, um, you know, he's our record signing, for fuck's sake. So, you know, we're finally getting what we paid for. It looks like brilliant. Really, really fucking love him. Billy, did you see... He's, he's, he's box office to watch. And, and, the, and the difference is that, is that he's, got, he's got that little bit of everything. Which is which is what makes it exciting because you can you see him put a foot in and you also see him you know be ridiculously creative with deft touches little flicks can wiggle his way out of out of out of trouble you know he's he, he could be yeah I mean he, the the sky is the limit for him um, when you compare him to someone like uh, to Musa Dembele where it was just you start to hear other professional players talk about him you know in in like in other interviews and. You know, used to hear from about Dembele all the time about how you know people that had trained with him or played with him at whichever clubs and just how much they thought about him. And you see, we saw Declan Rice obviously didn't we talk about uh, and Dembele yep. who hasn't played with him, but just saying, look, you know, this guy is is the, be- be the best player he's played against. And I get look, Declan Rice is young, but he, like you say, how that's what you were saying. Yeah, and it's, it's like I said, you, you'll start to hear that now. I would have thought from from more and more more and more players because. I think we lost Al for a second there, but uh, we've got a question here. T, I want to throw this at you first, and there's a reason for it. And I want to see, for a bonus point, if you know why I'm asking you specifically, T, the question. Oh, God, gone. If you had to pick one, and Dombele now, or Dembele in his prime, who would you take? This is because of this dope game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Go on, explain. Go on. <laughs> I think I was cussing, and cussing Dembele out. He had a bit of a bad day. And Flav hasn't forgotten it ever since. Yeah, but well, that's not enough, mate. Give the audience what they need, mate. Feed well, it. Tell feed, them, 
No, you you tell them. I I I scored you that day. You tell them this is your punishment. Tell them in detail what what happened. Dembele became one of my favourite players ever. <laughs> <laughs> so what it was is that Dembele when he started, uh, he, he, his role was to take over from Luka Modric. Right? It was it wasn't it was a like big shoes to fill. And Dembele isn't Luka Modric, although they have similar attributes and things that they do well. Luka Modric is one player and Dembele is another. And to compare them is is to do disservice to them both. And I felt like I saw Dembele's potential way before anyone else, where people were slagging him off. And T was next to me during this game against Stoke. Stoke, And uh, I think we drew two all that game. And I was saying... It was two all, yeah. And I was saying... Dembele's amazing. T was like, fuck you. I've always hated you. I hate your mum. She's a cunt. And I was like, she ain't. Like, there's nothing to do with Dembele. And, um, and uh, yeah, I just, it, it came to the fore that Dembele ended up to be a superb footballer. Now, we've got this situation where Ndombele is potentially levels above, potentially yeah. levels above mm-hmm. Dembele. So do you trade off if you can get the best out of Dembele from Ndombele or gamble on the fact that this ceiling is much higher who do you take out of the two T? It must be Ndombele because he can do a bit more, he can play deep he can play as a number 10 as he did yesterday it's, it's good. I mean it is an element of recency bias two weak teams definitely, definitely. I just I just feel that I feel Dembele had, knee inju- had hip injuries anyway before he joined us like affected his mobility so we never saw what Dembele was at his best, but if Dombele, I think this is just scratching the surface and I'd have to go with him. Billy? Yeah, I totally agree. If we're talking pure potential, he seems like he could be Dembele with goals and assists, which is like fucking an unbelievable thing, isn't it? Like for incredible how good Dembele was. He, he wasn't someone who ever go, went out and got 10 goals a season or 10 assists a season. So if, Ndombele can do, uh, he can glide past players like Dembele did. If he can add goals and assists to that as well, we've got a fucking serious player in our hands. So, yeah, I think potential wise. He has to do it, though. That's the problem. He has to do it. He has to do it over you know, a couple of seasons to get anywhere near that kind of level. Imagine, imagine if he gets a brace against Liverpool. Oh, God. Then, then the secret is out, isn't it? Then the secret's out. Yeah, the cat I, is I, out I, of the bag. as well. He didn't play at Anfield, did he? I don't think. I don't think he started at Anfield. So it could be a huge difference maker for us, I think. That's why we didn't win. That's exactly why we didn't win. Exactly. Um, ben, Ben, we've got another question from Twitter. Ben, he says, uh, should we, we worry that Ndombele will likely be the most wanted midfielder in world football this summer? If not this summer, then the next. Should we just uh, enjoy him whilst we're here, whilst he's here? To your uh, Flav, tell, tell, tell the people about Barcelona. Tell them what you saw early on. They're fucked. Barcelona, exactly. they're absolutely fucked. Don't worry about European football. There is no European football anymore. There's English football, not English. Like that, that sounded Brexit and pretty gammon. <laughs> there, there's, the, the, there's the Premier League. There's the Premier League. That's where the football's at now. Ndombele isn't leaving the Premier League to go and join broken little Barcelona because that's what they are. Broken Barcelona, financially, are Stoke City currently. Barcelona are 1.1 billion pounds in debt. There's 700 million uh, euros, sorry, uh, in urgent debt. They owe Liverpool 40 Are million pounds. Um, I wouldn't. I should have done shit. That would have been funnier. Because, because, <laughs> like, taking a piss out of currency isn't the same as like, uh, you know, you can you can get away with that if you're borderline racist. Anyway, the um, yeah, they they they're, they're fucked. They owe they owe Liverpool 40 million pounds for Coutinho. And that's like this is a monolith. Barcelona are a monolith in European football, and they can't even pay their players currently. So yeah. um, don't worry about European teams. Worry about the ones that are here that are hurt us the most. Okay, you'd love to sell if you have to sell Ndombélé or Modric. They got to go to Spain where they don't hurt you. Right now, there's a real worry, and that is English football teams, Manchester City. Manchester United. If any, if, if Ndombele's going anywhere, it's one of them two. But the glorious thing is, is we have Daniel Levy as our manager. There's no chance he gets to the end of his contract where either of those clubs have any leverage. But I ask the question still, um, <laughs> is there a risk that Ndombele performs so well this season that we have to deal with the idea that he has to leave? Or is it, it does it benefit Tottenham, Billy, that, that we get to a situation where he's played so well this season He's definitely not going to leave this summer. 
he's going to tear it up next season. Is that the best kind of scenario? I think if, if he's in a situation where everyone's saying that he has to get linked with the likes of Man City and that, then there's a good chance at the end of it we've won a trophy from his form. So that, that's, that's always going to be a good thing. But I think with the, with the coronavirus and everything like that, I can't see you know these English teams going out and spending 200, 300 million anytime soon, certainly not next summer, maybe not the one after either. So I, I don't think we have to worry too much about it. Um, but hopefully his form will play him into that sort of transfer rumour. Um, and if it is, then it's a good chance we've won a trophy at the end of it. So win-win for us either way, I think. Just want to do a, ch- a quick check. Is Alex back? Yeah, I'm in. Oh, okay. You cut out earlier. But can I ask you a question now? No. Go on. Well, it isn't me asking the question. Nick from Twitter is asking a question. <laughs> Nick, you moron, apparently, is his name. Um, does this mean that Bao is back? Was he... Uh... Is it... Is his, you know, was his performance against Wickham where we saw him run? We saw him run. Alex, he opened up his legs and he ran. It, it still didn't feel like he'd quite opened them up, though, no, did he, it? No, uh, but, I mean, he it, did open them up. The, Not as much as I, John Bass's mum, but he did open well, them up. I, I'm not so sure. What what was encouraging was that he, he didn't seem to, to, to really get going, but was still able to, to, to kind of glide past... So in, in certain positions, um, again, he, he he needs to play. We need to we need to know really as to as to what he's going to be. My my inkling is that he should be Kane's backup in terms of playing him, just playing him through the middle. Uh, you know, to come on either with Kane towards the end if we need it, or as or as Kane's replacement. That's that's my thinking because we're not going to see him um, doing what Sun does. You know, on the left or the right of those three. And kind of square up to people and, and come on his come on the inside of his, his left foot and and fire shots off. It just it, we're not seeing it. And if you're not seeing it against Marine and and Wickham, then you know the likelihood is it's it probably not massively going to happen. But he can finish and he reads the game fantastically. Um, and, and that's sometimes what what you need in that in that position. Imagine if um, you've got a brace against Liverpool. Imagine like you can't oh, the bench. Look, don't, look, don't get me wrong. I was the first one. I had I had a Bale shirt straight away. I I wore a Tottenham shirt when we played in the Europe in his first start. I sat on my sofa with a Spurs shirt on because it had Bale on the back. That's how excited <laughs> I was. You know, so I, I want the all good things for him, and I, I think he'll do. He'll have he'll probably finish the season with about ten goals. Imagine, you know, which, imagine, imagine if his mentality like suddenly just switched. Like, in the last week, he's like, "Like I was here because people loved me, and I thought that I was Gareth Bale of old, and I've just come to the football club, and you know people are going to love me even if I just toe poke a few easy finishes in training, right? They're going to love me." And then he's something's clicked in the last couple of weeks where he's thought, "Shit, no, I actually have to be Gareth Bale." I haven't been Gareth Bale for ages. I haven't been Gareth Bale since the Champions League final for Real Madrid. Maybe I can be that guy again. Maybe I can be that guy again right now against Wickham Wanderers. And and, and that's that, that. Maybe that's what happened because I, I know he didn't like Alex. You're saying he didn't open his legs up like John Bass's mum. I'm saying he, he did wide open. And and and, and, uh, and what. Uh, I, I don't, it, but this is the problem, isn't it? Because you, you naturally are just compare, you know, and even subconsciously, you know, you think of Bear and you're waiting for him to do stuff that you've seen him do before, uh, and a large part of that is 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 not going to happen. I tell you what, I was excited about and just felt surreal for a moment was watching Lamella and Bale start together. That is something I never thought I'd ever see when you know seven years ago that Bale and <laughs> Eric Lamella would still be here and that Bale would be back. <laughs> And they both start together. Unbelievable. And has got the shirt number. I know. Unbelievable. All right, let's move on. Um, so we've got, obviously, we've got a big game against Liverpool. Um, William Hill, big big backers of the Fighting Cop podcast. They've got Kane and Son both to score four to one. Uh, now enhanced 11 to two for the Liverpool game. Is it like, are we... Are, are we in a situation now where we can take on the champions of England and expect our best two strikers to perform as we've, uh, as we've seen them perform over this entire season? So we, we've relied on them so much. And, and hopefully the last couple of performances have seen that there's been a team game developing under Jose Mourinho's uh, Tottenham Hotspur. But this feels like a game where we, we can rely on those two players. If we do sit back and we hit them on the break, Kane and Son for enhanced odds. 11-2, could actually do some damage against Liverpool, Billy. 
I think so. I think if you look at the cup game um, that they played against Man United, Rashford was getting in behind so much and he scored a fucking brilliant goal. Um, and there's no reason why Son can't do that. You know, Son's probably one of the few players in the Premier League who's as good, if not better, Rashford at those runs in behind the defence. So I think if we, I think it's all about the mentality for us. So I think for once we have to take it to them because um, Man United show that they can, they can get hurt if you actually, if you, if you go, if you take it to them. Um, I think rather than sit back and hit them on the counter, I'd like to see us like come come out the blocks blazing against them in the first yes. five ten minutes and fucking take it to them because um, if thing is when you sit back against Liverpool with that front three, they're always going to get so many chances. So I'd like to see us take it to them in the first twenty minutes. To be honest, go on now. Well, this is I think you know I didn't watch a huge amount of the, the United Cup game, but you know from their last three or four games. It just doesn't look like as sitting back and, and countering. I'm sure there'll be there'll be moments when that would work, but you'd think if the, with the position that they're in at the minute, particularly if it is Henderson and um, Fabinho playing uh, playing at centre half. Well, Henderson is injured, but it's likely to be Matip and Fabinho. No, Matip will be back. So I mean, but even so, you know, you you would look at that and think, well. You know they they played they played all right the second half against against United and you think they were just starting to get into a bit more of a rhythm that they that they've lacked in the last few weeks so sitting back and letting them kind of build on that rhythm for 50, 40, you know fifty sixty seventy minutes just doesn't seem I, I worry about about that approach I'm with Bill I, you know I look at that and think well if if you're going to go for it and you've got two of the best attacking players in the in the, in world football and Ndombele in the in probably the best form he's had since he's been here, um, then, then be pragmatic and, and focus your game plan around that. that that's what I want to see. Where, where, where would you see T and Dumbele playing against Liverpool? Because is it about him playing as a number eight, uh, as we saw him against Sheffield United? Or do you feel like he'd be better suited in this game as a number 10 as a, in a 4-2-3-1? You know, what... what like- what would you um, like to see? To almost duck the question, I think he'll switch between the eight and the ten because um, I think Matip is back for this game apparently. So they'll have their, they'll have their first choice defence back again. But I reckon he's more likely to play a D. But then maybe as the game goes on, sweep up the pitch a little bit, maybe step on um, Thiago a little bit as well. That's yeah. what I see happening initially. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, T, I, I can <clears throat> in the subtext of what you're saying there. I, I think you was asking for Ndombele odds on like goal scorer. Yeah, mate, give me them. Um, feed me. <laughs> Fantastic. So Ndombele to score any time is six to one, and uh, Liverpool scoring <clears throat> Tottenham to win without conceding rubber is uh, five five to one. That's uh, good odds. How, how do you feel, boys, about about this game? Like going into it, like are you are you confident? Because right now I'm pretty relaxed about it. Like, I I get it's Liverpool and I get there in a bit of poor form and they might rebound, but I feel, I feel like we can get a result there. T. I, I think having Mourinho at the helm changes things a bit because you know that he'll have planned for this game for the last four weeks at least. So I reckon he's, the team's been picked weeks ago and I reckon we'll be very well prepared for anything that they're going to bring. He'll absolutely target Alexander-Arnold. He has to. And I think why? Son will get a lot of joy. Why, why, why um, did you say that? He looked a bit suspect against United. I mean, I think I think Martial done him a couple of times. I don't know if it's Martial or he's one, him, but... he's one of them ones, too. Is, is he that good? Is he? Is he that good? That's the question, because man's in the FIFA team of the year. And recently, he's just not looked like half the player. Maybe he's just a system player. But you there's rooms at the... This is, I mean... Go on, go on, go on. Go on, go on, T, go finish, finish. Very... Sorry, um, Gonna say it looks like he's gonna be moved to central midfield, a bit like alarm. So maybe they're moving there sooner rather than later. Go on, Alex. Uh, I, I would say about about Alexander Arnold is that he's very he's kind of burst onto the scene, young and then been consistently brilliant kind of ever since. You know, he's due a drop, um, but but I agree. Like I said, go, trying to focus down that side is something that you, that you'd like to to see. From us, look any any way that we that we need to play to to get a win in in a game like this, particularly in a season like this, you know, fine, I'm I'm down for it. Um, but yeah, you, you would think that, like I said, with with prepping for this for the last three four weeks, you know, this is a massive game in terms of of where we really are, really, in terms yeah. of in terms of whether we are actually going to be anywhere near it this year. Then we have to win this game in 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 my view. Um, 
Uh, I, I'm convinced that this season is going to kind of boil down to whoever has the strongest run of form in the last kind of 10 games. Uh, and it's going to be about making sure we are in that position, at least in the in the pack, ready for that kind of last sprint. Um, and, and this game is, is going to be it. Because if, if they start to pull away and United keep keep pulling away, then I think it could be absolute carnage underneath kind of third, fourth, fifth, sixth, even down to eighth. It, it could end up in any way situation. And winning this game would just be such a massive statement in terms of where we are, particularly if we do it in the in a, in a decent way. Billy, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I think um, I think over the last few, I think it's been since Wembley since we last beat them, isn't it? Which is a few years ago now. I think the previous times we played them, like, in my mind, I haven't really envisaged a way that we can beat them. Like they've, they've got like this sort of mythical quality about them where you just, what area of the pitch are they weak in? But now it's a totally different story. They've lost the last two games. Um, they're in a poor run of form. Uh, they've got injuries all over the place. Um, I think if we don't beat them now, we're never, we're never going to get a better chance to beat them. We're at home against them. Um, I think this is our chance. We have to do it now. If we don't do it now, then I don't think it's ever going to happen for us. Um, I do think if we don't win, we're probably out of the title race realistically as well. So it's a huge game. Um, but I don't think we're ever going to get a better chance to beat Liverpool than this Thursday, to be honest. My issue with uh, Liverpool players is that they have one good season and everyone's like, rating them. Not only like fans, like Liverpool fans rating them, you've got FIFA team of the years rating them. Like Andy Robertson was put up against Alphonse, Alfonso Davis. Like they, that was happening. Uh, and the reality is only one of them was deep frying cabbage in the summer. <laughs> That's all you need to know, boys. That's all you need to know. All right, so uh, the Premier League golden boot prices are out with William Hill. There's three players involved in this game that are in contention for the, for the, uh, for the golden boot. Kane is five to two favourite with Salah currently. Uh, both uh, Kane has twelve goals in the Premier League, and Salah has thirteen. Son is eight to one, a bit more value there, with twelve currently. And Mane is out at fifty to one, with six currently. There's been a little bit of um, needle apparently. T, you know a bit bit about this, don't you? A bit uh, uh, between Salah and Mane, they hate each other's it looks, guts. It looks like a strange, strange relationship because. Mane's known for being quite a humble guy and Salah's one of these guys who just seems like a... It strikes me as being a bit of a prick. I think with the whole Kane goal that he stole, he was kind of getting involved in that. So I think he was trying to catch up to Salah in the first place. So I could see Salah being a bit of, bit of a prick. I think they had an argument when Salah didn't pass to Mane. I could have sworn I'd seen that somewhere. Well, is there any world where you'd swap either Salah or Mane with Son or Kane? If you could swap them both out right now, round the table... One at a time, yes or no, Billy? Would you swap them? No, uh, I wouldn't swap. I wouldn't swap either of them for either of us, just because the love that I have for them too is just like it goes beyond how football inability. I think so. No, but is he, it was a yes or no answer, Bill. No. <laughs> okay, good. And uh, <laughs> Alex, Alex, uh, I'd swap Son for Mane. Yeah. Wow, uh, T, would you? Probably I'll swap him for Salah. I'd at push if I had to make one transfer, I'd swap Salah for Son. That's the only one. But other than that, but, uh, but really, I mean, I think uh, Mane is a wonderful is, player. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I I could take or leave Salah. I think he has. I think he. I think you'll see him have dips just as much now. And I think I think even Liverpool fans, from what I hear and 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 read, is that if they had to, you know, if one of them had to. Go, then it, then it would be Salah. Alex, Mane, you, you would um, take or leave Salah, like he hasn't been the top. But we don't need because we've got. But because we'd have Kane. I'm saying that I think Kane and Mane together would be. Um, you know, look, we're very lucky because we've probably got someone who is is just as good as yes as, as Mane. But um, I, I do think I do think Mane is just a, a smidge level in there. I don't think he quite has as, as many dips perhaps over a year than Son. Well, he's but, he's odds with William Hill. If you want him top top, top goals, great. He's fifty to one, Alex. So you can get jump on that right now. Fifty to one, be top goal scorer. Anyway, Cheers, Will. Yeah, William Hill backing us up as always. Um, all right, okay. So uh, finally, um, remember you can build your own odds on the William Hill app or by tweeting hashtag your odds to at William Hill. And uh, they'll match whatever odds you want for a game coming up. And to get the best odds of any game, the Liverpool Spurs game coming up, 
then um, check your odds as close to the game as possible. Right, I think it's about time for the most special special moment in uh, the fighting cock history. We've got Jimmy Riggle defeating, uh, defending his, um, his position as the people's champion. And uh, we've got, we have got Paul coming on to uh, slap him up, hopefully. Not hopefully, sorry, I'm supposed to be impartial. <laughs> so, um, but before you guys bring you on, Billy, how do you fare in, when we do these, these uh, quizzes? I'm all right. I'm all right. It depends. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at my 2000s knowledge. My 90s, 80s knowledge is fucking terrible. So the more recent stuff, I'm all right. I'm, my memory's terrible, to be honest. So, and right. uh, James, James, you've been um, you know, calling out the big dog and you didn't mention Floney's Filth. He's on the line now. Is it, was that a mistake or do you feel like you could smash Floney's if you had the opportunity? It's funny you should say that. I can't see T, but I can feel his eyes upon me and I'm going to be feeling them every question that I answer or don't. Indeed, um, you're, you're, you're in the, the presence. With, the thing with, if we cast our minds back, Flav, to the origins of this quiz, and it was beat T's 8 out of 10 to be the champ, I believe I got 9 out of 10. So I have the utmost respect for T. He would probably thrash me on a 1v1, but I've, you know, I've, 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 I've climbed that mountain. Mixed messages, mixed messages. I don't know what you're saying. Jim, I, I can't. Like, you're, you're speaking English, but I can't understand what you're saying. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you what needs to be said is that Flonius Filth is a coward. Oh my god! And, what? And he's not. He's not coming on to, to do it. He's walking around with some paper belt, uh, and just kind of staying quiet, staying humble, thinking that he's just getting away with it. Well, but he's Flo- not. I'm, Flo- I'm telling you now, he's not getting away with it. Well, how, hold on, hold on a second, Alex. Flonius hasn't. It doesn't have a paper belt. He doesn't have a belt. He walks away from it. He's retired. Well, exactly. Yeah, he made his own belt. That's what I'm he wants every day. I'm on my yacht, mate, just chilling out. You're doing nothing. Yeah, what what we need is you need to be paddleboarding, and we need someone else. And I'm going to come up on a speedboat like Shannon Briggs and make you fall in the water. So let's see if we can beat Jim first. All right, steady on, mate. Okay, yeah, Alex, you're giving it the big one. You, like, I shouldn't you... have to. I shouldn't have to, right? Because I'm, I'm, do, I'm part of this. We've do. done our own internal stuff. I, I know him. I know Phineas Filth better than he knows himself. I know what he's wearing right now, right? So okay. I don't have to do any of his qualifying shit. We'll, right, we'll but, see. Let's hand it over and we'll see at the end of the season. This right? is like two fat old boxers like <laughs> like moaning at each other when we've got the two young champions in Paul Wynn and Jimmy Regal on the line. All right. So, Alex, if you want it, maybe you can take on the winner out of these two. Well, we'll see, won't we? But you can't, dig, you, you, can't, you can't be bit like digging out tea right now when he's, he's beaten everybody on the fighting cock for years. When you haven't even you haven't you haven't even beaten like I'm not being dismissive of you, Paul, or you, James. You're you're both wonderful people for being involved. But you haven't beaten them yet. Alex. Doesn't matter. I told you, don't need to. But you, let's just move on. And I, I like the fact that you are calling me and T fat. Right? That, that you're going to go on the list now. Write your name down on this list. I've, I've been <laughs> running. I've been running actually. Anyway, um, all right, let's do it. Back to get quizzical. Quizzical. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's go. You ready? Paul, you ready? Yes. You gotta avenge your mate. You gotta avenge your mate. Ryan got undeservedly stiffed and uh, James. You know, I I don't like. I love it. He's tenacious. He's he's ruthless. He took his heart out, but now his best mates come to avenge it. This is the world's hardest Tottenham Hotspur quiz. James, are you ready for your first question? I'm ready for first question, Flav. How many goals did Michael Carrick score for Spurs? You're allowed one each way. Four. It's incorrect. It was two. Paul, how many yeah. goals did Tom Huddleston score for Spurs? One each way. Ten. Incorrect. He scored eight. James, who said it? Pochettino or Mourinho? You judge someone from the day you meet them. That's it. That's the question. 
Pochettino or Mourinho? Who said yeah. it? You judge someone from the day you meet them. You've got two seconds because I know you're... Uh, i got to go Poch. It's correct. Ooh. Who said it? Pochettino or Mourinho? I only show emotion at home and I'm in my bed. Uh, Jose. It's incorrect. James is 1-0 up. Number three for you, James. Who were Spurs' three Champions League group stage opponents in 2010 and 11? Uh, Inter Milan. Correct. Um, Wolfsburg. No, it's incorrect. No, 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 no. no, 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 no it's the other German team. Werder Bremen. Correct. You've got 10 seconds. Oh, fuck. Uh, was it FC20? It's correct. <laughs> Jimmy, 2-0 up. Mate, it's on you. You've got to get this right. I've got Number it in our Yeah, you do. Who were Tottenham's three group stages opponents on our run to the Champions League final in the 2018-2019 season? Uh, oh. Easy. James, there's nothing yeah. to do with you right now. You just shut your mouth. <laughs> Paul, come on. Barcelona, Barcelona. Yes. Inter Milan. Yes. PSV. It's correct. 2 1. 1 dead. Come on, boy. All right, I'm not celebrating. I'm just building the tension. Uh, number four, James, for you. Three Romanian players have made appearances for Spurs in the Premier League era. Can you name them? Popescu, Dimitrescu, Kirikes. You have fucking smashed that. That's free. Jesus Christ. I think you need to get this right, mate. All right, number four. Three Italian players have appeared for Spurs in the Premier League year. Can you name them? And, and yeah. I, I did have sort of a buffer if you could only get two, but James has got three, so you have to get them, I think. The Premier League era? The Premier League era since 19, 1992 onwards. Uh, freaking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cudicini Correct uh, uh, Mate that's hard That is Italian Mate yeah. it's going to come to me Is it? Uh, Nicola Berti It's correct One more Is there one more? Yeah, there is There is There is. I can't give what? you a clue Because it's not fair on James I can't can I give him a clue? You can now because he's, he's never going to get it. Actually, no, I'm joking. I'm worried I got it wrong now. So no, <laughs> no, no, no. You just give it a big one. What's the clue? Well, no, because I'm going to affect someone else's performance. Well, it's not gonna, he ain't going to get it. He's, he's not going to get it. No, James, you just shut up. You've, you've already got enough glory. <laughs> you've got enough PG. glory. All right, I don't know. I've got for the and Bertie, that's it. He's, a, he's, he's the only ginger Italian you'll ever know. Left back, played eight games for us. James, go on. So James is it. That's the, James has done it for another week. I mean, I'm not gutted. I'm not, I'm not gutted. I'm not gutted. I'm happy. I can't believe that so, Romania one. That's still me. That has. Sorry, uh, mate. Can I just? Can I just? Can I just? Yep. I'm just having a celebration over here. Um, <laughs> oh my god, Paul. I think Paul. I think. I, I think you're right, Ryan. An apology, mate. Yeah, because Ryan, Ryan, you know, he he got stiffed. Paul, you didn't, mate. No, I can't believe that Romania one though. That's uh, that's too quick for me. Is there anyone in Nuneaton that can beat Jimmy Regal? <laughs> I'll have to get my dad on. He's got a bit about him. Has he? I don't know how many times we're going to give the nation the nation of Nuneaton. That's how I refer to that area of the world, by the way. The nation well, of Nuneaton. I'll take your dad, your mum, your brother, your sister, any member of your family. Fantastic. <laughs> Love it. All right. T. No, it's too good, though. I'll give it that. He, Paul, mate. Mania one's a good one. Thank you so much for, for, for taking part, man. And uh, thank you, Ryan, as well. Uh, your mates let you down. Um, there's no coming back now. Right, li- li- just going to have to ring him now and apologise. So. Yeah, definitely do that. Definitely do that. <laughs> Uh, and if any, anyone is wondering why there is a clutch of Spurs fans from Nuneaton that keep appearing on the Fighting Podcast, um, what, is there, there isn't like a Nuneaton Spurs group, is there, Paul? 
No, there's a lot, though. There's Is a lot. there? I'll All over. into the Facebook group, yeah, the forum, the Spurs fans forum. Like a rash. We're all over every every town, aren't we? We're all over the place. Right, we're everywhere. It's good. It's what we want. It is good. Up the Spurs, Paul. Thank you so much, mate. No, I... Cheers, lads. Oh, well cheers, buddy. Cheers. Uh, James? Hi. Congratulations. Um, I just, you. I just want to take... I mean, you keep proving us wrong. Actually, not proving us wrong. Right now, you, like, without question, you are the man. You are the man. There is another man on this line. There's two men on this line that want it. Alex needs to prove himself, I think. T doesn't. So I'm going to throw this to both of you. There's two more questions left in this quiz. Alex, do you want to answer these questions? T, do you want to answer these questions? Do you feel, T, as you as the, 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 the standing champ, the guy who retired, you're like Floyd Mayweather of this shit, do you want Alex to answer these questions? If you can get them anywhere near right, do you, would you agree to take him on? Yeah, he needs two out of two. He needs two out of two. Alex, are you willing to do this right now? Uh, yeah, go on. Okay. All right, here we go. So, question for you, Alex. Actually, no, fuck it. T, you have to answer one. Alex has to answer one. That's better. There should be four questions left, isn't there? No, there's one. Oh, yeah, on. I promise you, I'm reading it. I'm right in front of me. <laughs> Number five. He can count, T. We know there's... Well, there's, I don't know. Actually, do you know what? There's two questions in the tiebreaker. Should I do this? This is it. Just get on with it. No, actually, you got one each. One each. And a tiebreaker if you get them both right. T- uh, Alex, for all your trappiness, this is your question. What number did Ben Asu Okoto Aqu- wear? It's not even hard. That is tough. 32. 32 is correct. T, this is your question. Who Jesus was Christ. Harry Redknapp's first permanent signing in charge of Spurs? His first signing, T. Fuck's sake. From Wigan. Fucking hell, Flav. I was going to say Tim Bondo, I swear to God. It wasn't Chimbondo. Which which it Pascal right back? It wasn't Chimbondo. It was Palacios. I don't know what's going on. I literally don't know what's going on. Alex won. Alex just Alex just beat T. Alex just beat T on a one-off. I tell you what, this this isn't set up. This is not set up. I think this is teed us up for a an Alex versus T. Tottenham Hotspur hardest quiz ever. Quiz. I read a book a week. Yeah. So. Alex is a champ now, so maybe maybe we should fight over Jimmy first. Absolutely. Ne- ne- next week, next week, Alex from Bristol is taking on Jimmy in the world's hardest fighting. Co- no, fuck! I keep doing this wrong. The world's hardest Tottenham Hotspur quiz. James, how do you feel about taking on Alex? I'm super excited, but uh, I'll smash him. So, you know, it's all the same to me. It's nice. I'll, it's you know, it's nice. You, it, it's a big moment for you, like you know, to come up against you know one of your idols. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're. It's you know, we'll shake hands afterwards. Don't worry. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll, you can take my shorts home afterwards. <laughs> I tell you what, honestly, who, whoever wins this one, that uh, they have to take on T at the end. It has to be this way, T. You have to. You have to come back because that wasn't fair. That that's not. Many questions. Anyone can get one question right. That's unfair to put that on you, T. You have to come back and defend your honour against whoever wins between Alex and James in two weeks' time. Is that okay, T? Yeah, I won't be high this time. I'm a bit high at the moment. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be fresh. Be fresh then. I tell you what. If you are high, I'll give you two more questions because I love that energy. <laughs> Billy, thank you so much for sticking around and listening to that. My pleasure, mate. My pleasure. I loved it. And do you know what? I think Billy T should be a permanent fixture at the Fighting Cock podcast. If we up for that, T. Oh, mate. I'll give him a Fighting Cock chain like Rockefeller used to do. Or, or a pin badge. Or a yeah. pin badge. Ooh. Which are... Ooh, are, like did that. are, are um, they, they have been produced and currently working out how to send them out. So they'll come out eventually. <laughs> In about a year, you'll get them. All right, anyway, uh, this has been the Fighting Cock podcast. Thank you so much. James, Alex, Billy T and Paul Wynn. Uh, you know, up the Spurs. The, the, the time, the next time you hear this podcast, we'll have just slapped fucking Liverpool and we'll have slapped Brighton. 
and we'll be riding high on a, a gravy train to Premier League success. But until that Wallet. point, we'll see you later. Ciao for now. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel turn Sports Social Podcast Network. When you look into Discover Student Loans, what you see might surprise you. We can help cover your college costs, don't charge you fees, and give you cash rewards for good grades. Ready to apply? Visit discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.